0: Hello, everyone, and welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Things I Wish I Said podcast. I hope everyone is doing well today. Um, I'm doing good. Today, I took the day off, and I just kind of did whatever I wanted to do, which wasn't much. I watched RuPaul's Drag Race. I made some TikToks, watched TikTok, had some good dinner. I... What else did I do? I didn't do anything else. Yeah, it was just a very chill day for me. Um, There's a lot of different things I could be doing. Like I could have caught up on work. I could have done homework, but I just wanted to choose today as a self-care day for myself. So everyone's self-care looks different. And that is kind of what I want to talk about on today's episode. Um, So just I want to talk about, like, coping skills and coping with different things like anxiety and depression. I want to share my personal experiences, and I also want to share some of the things that I've, I've like, picked up on during, you know, being a therapist and just throughout my program. So starting off, um, like, anxiety looks different for everyone, um, and depending on what you're anxious about, you're going to do different things, right? So, like, someone like me, I have a lot of social anxiety. Um, I have a lot of, like location anxiety. So if I'm not familiar with a place, um, or I get lost or I, you know, like I said, yeah, I'm just not familiar with where I'm at or where I'm going. I will have a little bit of anxiety. I also have anxiety with like things I just can't control. That's like the main thing of anxiety. It's like the fear of the unknown. Um, but I have like a lot of health anxiety and just like sometimes I don't even know what my anxiety is about. Like I have a lot of general anxiety. Um, So just depending on what your your anxiety comes from, you'll find different things helpful for you. So that's something that I've had to really accept. So working with my clients, they don't, not every single coping mechanism works for every client. So some of them will be like, no, this is absolutely terrible. And for some people they're like, yes, this is great. So that's also with me. Like there's certain things that if you were to ask me to do, I'd be like, that's extremely not going to help me out or it's going to make it worse. (laughs) I'm like, there's one coping mechanism. It's kind of like guided imagery. So like you'll close your eyes and you'll kind of think about like, it's like an exercise and it's mostly for kids, but you'll kind of close your eyes and think about yourself on like a flower, like a land of flower, like pick your favorite flower and put yourself in that location where you're going to lay on your back and you're alone and you're going to sit there and lay. And I'm like, that does not help my anxiety because I'm terrified of being like in a land where there's like no resources, like (laughs) where there's nowhere I could run to. There's no one around. So like for me, that triggered my anxiety. And I have a client who like has the same kind of anxiety as me. And so like I was reading it and then I stopped and was like, I'm sure this isn't helping, huh? And she's like, yeah, no, that's like my biggest fear. And so I was like, yeah, this might work for others who really like that relaxation type of thing. Um, Like for me though, if I wanted to meditate or like do guided meditation, I would prefer to be like in a city (laughs) sitting at a coffee shop, imagining myself in a really cozy loft and like I don't know like things like that like where there's people walking around me and it's raining like that's relaxing for me whereas some people like that like isolated deserted type of like imagination thing um so that's one thing right like if you're really just Like you can't sleep. That's something that I tell a lot of my clients like at night. If you're just having a lot of like intrusive images that you're not wanting to see, that's when that might be helpful where you close your eyes and just try to think about something else like daydream or um, just think about a place where you've been that really supports like your feelings of comfort and happiness and things. I'm sorry if I sound super stuffy. I don't really know why I do, but I'm like in... an area that there's probably a lot of dust so I apologize for that but yeah so another um, coping skill that I personally enjoy that has helped me with a lot of my social anxiety is to carry around a water bottle everywhere I go like I do. You will not see me without a water bottle and you won't like if I travel, I always take a spray bottle um, like, you know, like the Evian. Um, it's like really it was really popular at one point for like makeup or just for skincare. Um, you don't have to buy that because to me it's a little bit ridiculously priced. However, the way it sprays like a mist is really helpful. Um, like if you were to just get like a random dollar um, spray bottle, it might not be as pleasant to spray on your face. But yeah, like say I have a flight or I'm going to be like in a very crowded area, um, I always bring something like that. So kind of if I start to feel my heart rate kind of increase, then I'll just spray my face really quickly with it. Um, It's not always going to be cold, but kind of just getting that water on your face is going to help you like regulate your like your panic symptoms, you know. Maybe you don't know, but that's what I'm telling you. Um, That's helped with me. Um, I don't necessarily know the science behind that. I'm sure I could find out, but that's not what you guys are here for. I'm sure you just want to know something that'll work quickly. But with that being said, there's like other things you could do with like cold water. You could just like, if you're at school, you know, you could just splash your face with some cold water. You can get ice cubes, um, put it on your face. Um, You could take a cold shower. That's like really helpful. What else? Um, Yeah, it's like anything like ice, like anything cold, to kind of just like put on your body to like almost make you like freak out because of how cold it is. Like kind of like puts you in a state of shock, but like not anxiety shock. It like it like basically stops you from thinking about whatever you're anxious about, you know. Um, So I find that to be really really helpful. Like it's an immediate fix. A really big coping skill that I used to not really be someone who believed in like affirmations, but I do now. I believe in saying positive things to kind of calm you down. So I will state any affirmation that I find to feel relevant to my situation. And so if I'm in a place where I'm uncomfortable, I will say I am or what is it? Well, I will say like I am safe. I am loved. I feel peace, like whatever. And then something that I really enjoy saying is being uncomfortable does not mean being unsafe. So that's a major one for me because I associate being uncomfortable with being in danger. Um, And so that is really challenging because Anytime I'm a little bit uncomfortable, like whether that's my body, like something feels off, I'm like something's happening, something's happening. Like I immediately think that I need to go to the hospital if I'm like on an airplane. And obviously an airplane isn't always going to be 100 percent comfortable, but it doesn't mean you're in danger. It doesn't mean you're not safe. So I've had to really step back and tell myself that. And it's really, really helped. And so any type of affirmation that you feel like works for your situation. Just repeat it. Repeat it until you genuinely believe it. And honestly, those seem more like panic panic attack kind of coping skills. That's really what I think I think that with anxiety, when you just have that lingering feeling, there's a lot of things you could do for that. There is you know um doing something you love taking a walk calling a friend writing in a journal um and they say these things and i know everyone knows these things but it's like seriously helpful so the biggest part of coping is really believing that what you're going to do is going to help and so if you don't believe that then it's really not going to do anything um so like with meditation i know a lot of people feel like meditation doesn't work but of course it's not going to work if you're not giving it that chance um, And so like that's something that it's with meditation, it's not going to be a quick fix. Meditation, you have to do it over time and have that become part of your lifestyle to overall decrease your levels of anxiety and depression. Um, If you feel one way on a random morning and you've never meditated before, it's not going to immediately go away. Um, So there's certain things that are more of like that instant immediate effect. And then there's things that you have to practice. um, And that includes working out, doing yoga, um, keeping your body active, Um, you know, with working out, it's tricky because that's another thing. Like for a while I was trying to work out and I associate like, you know, what is it? Um, Like rapid heart rate with I'm having a panic attack. And so then eventually it leads to a panic attack just because I worked out on the treadmill. And so I wasn't using working out as coping because it was increasing my anxiety. But when I start to kind of build up on it slowly, I find relief from doing things like Pilates and like working out and you have to find a routine that works for you so just because you see on social media to do things like I don't know like 12 through 30 or there's like the stairs thing right now where if you go on the stairs for 30 minutes for speed this whatever um, that you're gonna be this perfect amazing shaped no anxiety person but if that doesn't work for you Don't do it until you're ready to do that. You have to find a routine that works for you. And what I found works is literally just doing a little bit of incline on a treadmill and watching a good video, listening to a podcast, watching TikToks, and just giving myself a space to try something um, and not giving myself a whole bunch of pressure. So that's like one tip. Um, so even though I'm giving a whole bunch of things, you don't have to try any of these, but it's important to kind of add them into like your little toolbox is what I use, um, with the kids that I work with, but it's important. I mean, it's nice to know, especially in a moment of panic, like, okay, let me think of which one might work for this situation. Um, and obviously breathing, breathing is major, If you, okay, let's take a second, because I know for a fact I haven't taken a deep breath in a very long time. So if you all just take a second and take a deep breath, I didn't record myself doing that because I'm not there yet. This isn't like ASMR. Um, Even though briefly, I was doing like a very nice guided meditation, like I kind of want to give it a try. Okay, one second. Now you're going to close your eyes whenever you're ready. Put your hands on your palms. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. Hold on. Put your palms facing up on your lap and rest them gently. And while doing that, you're going to want to position your back straight like you are being pulled by a string from the top of your head. And when you do that, like I mentioned before, if you feel comfortable, go ahead and rest your eyes. And now I want you to take a couple seconds to breathe. On the count of three, we're gonna inhale for four seconds, hold for four, and out for eight. One, two, three. Yes, okay. Now you'll find yourself breathing at the rhythm that feels comfortable for you. Now as you close your eyes, I want you to do your very best to imagine yourself in a safe space. Now for you, that might be your bed. That might be at someone's house. It might be in someone's arms. Or it might just be in a shower, maybe you're in the pool, anything. So take a second to think about a safe space for you where there's no triggers, there's no violence, conflict, stress. And when you get to that place, I want you to think about how you're feeling. What are you feeling right now? And what do you feel when you're in that safe space? For example... Right now, I feel a little weird, I'll be honest, but when I really focus on my safe space, I feel gratitude. My body feels fluttery. I feel chills going up my spine, and I'm a little shaky because when I'm really feeling gratitude, my body feels a little weak, like it's accepting it's finally coming. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so I was really vibing. I think that I felt more relaxed than I have in a long time by doing that, and I hope you guys did too. Um, I don't even know like where this is going, but I'm, yeah, I'm just sharing some coping things that I've like kind of talked about this week with different clients and with myself. Um, something that someone taught me that I ended up like really adapting is this method of kind of just like, giving yourself a second, right? I always say, give yourself a second. Think about whatever it is you're anxious about. um, And then also just explore it if you would like to kind of explore the worst case scenario. So this is something, this isn't what my friend taught me, but this is what I've kind of learned in my program. Like what's the worst case scenario, right? If you're anxious about a presentation, okay, if you mess up a word, if you stutter What is the worst thing that's going to happen, right? What is your biggest fear and what's the worst thing that's going to happen? And then also break down the evidence. Has this ever happened? If you've heard someone make a mistake, how did everyone else respond? And you really have to just like point out the facts. Um, Like if someone says no to you, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You might feel a little disappointed, but that's you. That's something you can control. No one else is going to be depending on the situation, right? But that's the whole point of this is like, if you weigh out all those options, right? If it would be, if you have a classroom full of assholes and you know for a fact they're going to burst out into laughter, okay, I get it. I get why you have anxiety. At that point, there's not much you can do (laughs) other than just get through it, right? Other than do other things like distract yourself, practice, study, make it to where you know that information so you feel confident. But like, you have to explore it and see what those fears are and then break down if that's actually likely to happen. Um, And so what the other thing that I was going to say is if you don't want to do all that yet, right, maybe you're at work. Maybe you have something you need to do right now. Think about it for a second. Envision yourself literally like wrapping it up, putting it in a box, putting it away for later, and then give yourself time later on that day to kind of re, like, process that, right? Because sometimes there's not a place for you to do that if you're in the middle of, like, a busy day. Um, that'll add anxiety on top of you. That's a little bit hard and a little bit challenging, um, but that takes a lot of willpower to be able to just be like, I'm going to think about this later. Um, so that might be more challenging, but it's an option. Um, but, yeah, I personally like the exploring it until – it's as big as it's going to get, right? So it's like, let me challenge this. And if my fears are rational, then I give myself permission to have that anxiety. But if my fears are a little irrational, I'm like, okay, it's time to just put that fear in the trash or like put that anxiety in the trash because what am I fearful of? I just went through all of it and nothing adds up. Nothing makes sense. Um, so yeah, I don't want to talk too long because I want to kind of break this up, um, This was a little bit random. I just was thinking about coping skills and was like, I'm going to make a podcast on that. Um, But once I have like, um, I'm doing like a research paper on like other type of coping things for like self-esteem and identity and things like that. And so I would love to share that on the podcast, um, especially after getting some legit like research and evidence. Um, This is a little bit more lighthearted, things that have worked for me. And so I really hope you guys try them out and I hope you enjoy. And remember anxiety and depression, these things it happens and sometimes you just have to allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself, give yourself a day, give yourself an hour, um, and don't be too hard on yourself. And it's 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 common. And so take care of yourself. Give yourself an extra tight hug tonight, um and or today again whenever you're listening to this and just do your best. You know, you can't expect to be perfect. Um, Life is hard. And yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye guys.